by for action. Anything can happen in the next hour. It's Friday, it's 11 o'clock, and it's time for the Paranoid Squirrel Rock Show with your host, Armish. safely say how the next two weeks show intros are gonna pan out obviously that was the helicopters and gotta get some action now 
from their debut album Super Shitty to the Max. Evening all, and today has been one of those days. Drive to Paul in Dorset for 2pm for the funeral of one of my uncles. I've not seen him all but two cousins for something like, I don't know, 35 years. It's a shame it takes something like this to reconnect with some parts of your family. Then drive back home. Enjoying late Friday afternoon, early evening, rush hour traffic. I've no idea why they use the word rush, as that isn't the operative word by any stretch of the imagination. Jump onto a 358 into Bromley, catch up with old school chums arriving too late for the meet-up in the pub that I suggested, but in time for food, banter and piss-taking at the Turkish restaurant about six doors down. Jump back on the 358, getting home approximately what? Five minutes ago, where you find me right now, ready for this week's show. As I've Bromley on my mind, I feel the urge to play Bromley Girls by the Peckham Cowboys from their Ten Tales from the Jim Palace album. It's a good job it wasn't Croydon. Hey, damn fans. <laughs> Right by the glades I smoked a cigarette And put on my shades And then I saw a smile And give me a wave Black leather minis
Did you know that Captain Sensible's Croydon was the inspiration for the music to EastEnders? You don't believe me, do you? Well, here's the intro to EastEnders, which will swiftly be followed by the intro to Croydon. I, I indeed. I did think that the Peckham Cowboys had been consigned to the Where Are They Now file. After their 2016 Camden Rocks appearance, all seemed to go quiet, with guitarist Dale already residing in Sweden. So I was pleased to read last month that the band were back on the black with a gig at the Hope and Anchor. Unfortunately, not part of Timmy and Deb Dorella's Rockaway Beach, as it was the same day as the Dorellas were down in Brighton with the Super Suckers. Obviously... The Peckham Gow boys went down well as the band are back in London on the 9th of December. Someone who has fought against being forcibly put in the Where Are They Now file is Stevie James, who, as you should know, first made his name fronting the young and crazy era Tiger Tales before being ousted for Kim Hooker. St James followed, but it wasn't until 1994, I think his first solo venture, that was in the shameful form of Kick That Habit 12-inch that had Scott Gorham as producer. Fast forward 27 years and Stevie has teamed up with his former Crash KO bandmate Phil Votkins to record the Time Machine covers album. Although the bonus of the uh, 2016 version of Living Without You that was originally released by Tiger Tales does seem surplus to requirements. I can see why it was included, but if it was down to me, I would have had it as you know an uncredited track, something that Stevie is used to. Anyway, on Time Machine, Runaway, Sherry Curry, guests on the share song, Gypsies, Tramps and Thieves. Other covers include Slade's Look at Last Night from Slade, first album I ever bought, Rory Gallagher, Gordon Lightfoot, Tom Petty, David Essex, and from the punk department, Magazine, Steve Jones and the Ruts. Listening to it, all in one sitting, it sounds like the soundtrack to an early Tarantino film. I was surprised... But then again, I wasn't at the inclusion of Steve Jones, the Ruts and Magazine tracks. The early punk bands held British glam in high regard. Then glam bands of the 1980s looked to the 1976, 77 punk for the can-do attitude. I mean, Poison's first down, musically. Sounds like, never mind the bollocks. I really hope that Stevie James and Phil Watkins can tour Time Machine, as I imagine live it would work really well.
Chelsea have been pretty much a going concern since 1976, but have never really been recognised as being in the first waves of punk bands like The Damned, The Pistols and The Clash. Maybe it's because in the early days the band had such a fast turnover of musicians. They did give us, however, Billy Idol and Generation X, also Henry Bowersky, who would briefly join Captain Sensible's King and then The Damned. The band's debut single, Right to Work, is timeless and 40 years later is still relevant. Gene October, the band's only constant member, is now joined by James Stevenson, Nick Austin, Matt Sargent and Lee Morrill, who have just released the Mission Impossible album on West World Records. The album is chock full of chugging guitars and catchy choruses that go down a tree in my book, with I Don't Know sounding very Ramones-ish. My only complaint, and it's a minor, non-musical one, is that the album artwork lends itself to the James Bond franchise and not remotely connected to Peter Graves, Barbara Bain or Martin Lundon. Roland Hand, what a great character name, let alone Tom Cruise. It's like one of those spoof t-shirts that has a picture of a Dalek with the words, I loved R2-D2 in Star Trek. Talking to the Ramones, I now know 
what Mrs. A can get me for my birthday. As two days before it, the Ramones rocket to Russia, 40th anniversary, Dulux edition of three CDs, one LP, and like their debut, and Leave Home, all packaged in a 12 by 12 hardcover book, is being released. The anniversary mix, a slightly different track listing with the inclusion of different versions of I Don't Care and It's a Long Way Back to Germany, since they were recorded during the Rocket to Russia sessions, and according to Ed Stasium, are completely different takes that have never been heard before at the expense of Sheena, as that was recorded at a totally different session a few months prior in between Leave Home and Rocket to Russia. But hold on. If not, hang on a minute. But didn't It's a Long Way Back appear on the road to ruin with Marky taking over the now producing Tommy in the drum department? And did it not also crop up as the B-side to the UK 7-inch of Do You Wanna Dance with Tommy still on board? And on the 2001 Rhino expanded version of Rocket, does this mean yet another version is just about to be heard? As much as I'm loving the reissues, I suddenly realised that if all the other student Joe albums are going to get a 40th anniversary treatment, I'll have to wait until 2035 when I'll be pushing 70 for Adios Amigos, the band's final album to be anniversarised. Could be worse. I might have gone down the 50th anniversary route. Here's Tommy Ramone version of It's a Long Way Back to Germany that might or might not be on the new Rocket to Russia 40th Anniversary Dulux Box Set. Reading the track listing in the box set, it's a long way back that Germany appears three times as 
version 1, version 1 DD vocals, and the just heard B-side version, Roll On My Birthday. Someone who a lot of people didn't think would be seeing his next birthday is Danny McCormack, not through rock and roll access, but poor health, which thankfully has been redressed and is under control. Not only did the guy lose toes in part of his leg, but to cap it all, a couple of months ago he had a stroke. Not that that has stopped him and the main grains entering the studio to record some new tunes. As you're listening to this on Rock Radio UK, the main grains have just finished watching the professionals after supporting them at the Slade Rooms in Wolverhampton. The band have lined up, as well as appearing at the Croydon Rocks Festival on the 2nd of December, a tour supporting Tyler's Dogstermore starting on the 7th of December in Leicester, ending up in Edinburgh on the 22nd. In the meantime, here's The Rain Is Over Now from the three-track single of The Same Name. Looking at age and health, which I wasn't, I have discovered this evening that if you are unfortunate enough to have a heart attack, the best thing you can do, apart from dialing 999, is to lie on the floor and cough. I have school chums Drew and James, who both have had them, to thank for this knowledge. So yes, the professionals, what in the world album came out today? Obviously, I've not had a chance to listen to it as I have been otherwise engaged. Tomorrow though, 
I shall be up at the garage seeing them live. Unfortunately, without the main grains in tow. Tomorrow also marks the 40th anniversary of the Sex Pistols. Never mind the bollocks, here's the Sex Pistols being released. With it being hinted that some Pistols songs might also get an airing. It's not going to happen, but wouldn't it be great if Steve Jones flew over for a few tunes? Worst case scenario, Glenn Matlock.
Now, I'm going to be controversial here, but until the Bill Grundy incident, the pistols were pretty much also rans. Allow me to explain and expand. The Damned had eight months earlier already released their debut album with its follow-up, the much maligned but equally loved music for pleasure, just under a month away from coming out. The Clash's self-titled debut album had been released in April, and as you already know, our American counterparts, the Ramones, were onto album number three with Johnny Thunders and the Heartbreakers like a motherfucker hitting the record shops at the beginning of October. The Damned were essential to the ill-fated anarchy tour to sell tickets to the Pistols and really gigged outside of London. Of course, the Bill Gundry shot them into the front page of all the red tops and even the broadsheets. Back then, the Damned often got labelled as the clowns of punk due to Captain's on-stage antics, which 41 years later, Monty is happy to embrace. But musically, I think the Pistols were one-dimensional. Bollocks is great, don't get me wrong, but I think that producers... Chris Thomas and Bill Price are to be thanked for how big the sound is on the finished product. And let's be honest, and face it, the band were ever only ever going to be good for just one album. Public Image Limited and The Professionals, to me, were, and still are, head and shoulders above the pistols. <laughs> Say 
Rock Radio UK. After the damned and don't cry wolf you just heard jesse mallin and meet me at the end of the world dirty wall records have again come up trumps with a few up and coming releases first to hit my inbox was the bbc as in buzz buzz ocean and not good old auntie beep the bbc are a three-piece band from an industrial town in northern italy who play garage psych songs with a punk attitude their new album 
Sonic Boomerang, which is out on the 17th of November, is the band's second full-length release after their self-titled debut from March 2015. Sandwiched in between was the now sold-out three songs and Juke's Detronic cassette. Of course, you want to hear what the band sound like. And if you can't make it to their up-and-coming Italian tour, you, like me, will just have to do with... This dog is king of the losers from the aforementioned Sonic Boomerang.
The next Dirty Water recording artist that found their way into my hard drive were Wild Eel and the Trashbones with the Digging My Grave album, which is due to drop on the 24th of November. So plenty of time to get organised and order in it. Uh, like the BBC, I'd not heard of them before. Fortunately, a bio is attached, which reads thus. Being a feral child lost in an era of uninspiring music, the frontman of the Staggers, Wild Evil, decided to team up with members of the former Teen Beaters, the Roadrunners, to form a super group with the intention of providing serious garage punk rock at its best. The band hail from Vienna, so any gigs that they play over here, especially in London, must be attended. Sadly, that would have been tonight at the Nambuka, with the next available date, down in Bryant tomorrow. So for me, no is the answer. Given where I've been this afternoon, with no sense of irony, here is the title track from Digging My Grave. courtesy of Dirty Water Records this week is from Pussycat and the Dirty Johnsons with their Ain't No Pussy album. Now, I have heard of Pussycat and the Dirty Johnsons, but heard nothing knowingly by them. I think the band came to my attention thanks to the Dark Lord of Barnet, who I'm sure has written about them in his blog. Sadly, the Dark Lord was recently involved in a motorbike accident, resulting in a broken wrist. I hope to see him out and about at gigs again soon anyway ain't no pussy came out today and features 11 blistering tracks of freshly squeezed unadulterated punk rock and roll sun hill hints of a punked up little richard's lucille whilst surrender my heart 
bows down at the riffage of Dave Davis. My current fave is uh, Midnight Motorway. But the song I've selected for your listening pleasure is Pain. Oh, the pain. The pain.
that was Deep and Kebab from their just released Deep Cult album, and that's Cult with a K and with a V. Off the back of the Piggyback Riders, I got into Scandinavian seven-piece band called Billy Momo, as both bands share the same PR company. Well, Billy Momo have just released a brand new three-track EP called Umbrellas, Wings and Magic Things. And I can't think of a better way in ending this week's show off with a track from it. This is We Need Another Shovel. Until next week, take it easy. Oh